Are you a fan? Tag us and share our show in your IG or Facebook pages in order to win a $50 gift card to a restaurant on us for Valentine's Day. You must be 18 and up to be entered to win, and the winner will be announced on February 5th, 2022. Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Poppy, we're talking about Polly what? Polyamorous dating. Oh, we are really coming with it this new year. So. Hey, listen, this is, <laughs> these are things that people want to learn about. People are talking about it. There's a lot of chatter. So we uh, there's a movement for this. So I want to dig into it. I know. And, you know, our goal, uh, just like with our uh, previous shows, is always helping people navigate relationships. What well, we always say, good communication. But if you're not talking about it, how do you know? Absolutely. And that's probably the issue why a lot of relationships falters because people don't communicate properly. Exactly. But today our guest is Chris, who is a part of the poly movement. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for Hello, being and here. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Well, I think one of the first questions um, when I hear the word polyamory is, are you out there having orgies, Chris? <laughs> that's, that's, what is really going on? That's called swinger. Um, <laughs> that's a different movement. And that's, that's another show. All jokes aside, though, all jokes aside, but I know there are so many people who hear the term poly, meaning many, <coughs> and amory, meaning love, mm-hmm. and think, I have many loves. I have many partners. I have multiple partners at one time. And for some people, that's very off-putting. So, Chris, can you tell us what your definition or how are you living out this lifestyle that's unique to you? Well, that's that's two separate questions. First, mm. the, the polyamory part uh, is the what some people call a lifestyle. When you have a, a, a lifestyle or an any, any type of alternative lifestyle, whether it be um, part of the LGBTQ plus community, whether it be uh, alternative uh, multi partners, BDSM, all of those different um, genres, everybody has uh, things that just kind of float their boat a different way, you know? And um, what we always say, what I always say, different strokes for different folks, right? <laughs> Facts, big time, absolutely. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. So for me, it's uh, it's 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 been something that I've attempted. You know, relationships are are all work, whether you're monogamous or whether you're polyamorous or <clears throat> whatever you do. Relationships are still work, and they involve imperfect people usually. Um, and so it's it's the attempt to try to have and express multiple loves in different places. And uh, a lot of people confuse that with sexual love, and that's not always the case. Um, You know, grandma, auntie, all of them had an uncle that used to come over the house on the right. (laughs) Way, way, way late in the game. And, uh, you know, at, at a certain point, 
you know, it, it's all about companionship and how well you feel about communicating with one or more per- people and um, and how you love. So that's that's what I have attempted to do over the past 10 or 11 years or so. Chris, let me ask you something. Um, so just, you know, having casual conversation with friends, um, we've had these conversations on the poly lifestyle and poly dating. And I feel like in a general sense, the per- most people who don't know much about this world, when they hear poly, they're thinking, oh, that's just another way for uh, or another label for swinging or friends with benefits. So what would you say to that? Well, um, in the world of swinging, which was my initial um, foray into what is what this is all called, what this all called uh, falls under the category um, is ethical non-monogamy. And ethical non-monogamy is it takes uh, where you ethically talk to your partner or partners about um, your interests and your goals and where you see your relationship and your life going and how that person can be involved in helping you with that. And, um, you know, once once you decide, I mean, <clears throat> what I what I basically say is most relationships fail um, on cheating, whether it be uh, physically cheating, whether it be emotionally cheating, whether it be mm. just we, you know, grow apart and set our gaze somewhere else that we're getting a need fulfilled. Um, not all needs are sexual, especially the older we get. Um, for women, <laughs> it changes and for men, it gets worse. So <laughs> that's true. Very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at some Not point, always on the same page, are we, Chris? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of life's evil, evil things, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, at, at the end of the day, I, I feel that, you know, being honest and open with people and, you know, that you deal with and, you know, not forsaking past acquaintances. Um, a lot of my former lovers that, you know, I'm no longer intimate with, I would still consider having love for them and them love for me. And we call and talk, you know, they know my partners now. And, and, and so it's, it's just all about communication and, and making lasting fr- friendships first. Um, mm. You know, not putting yourself in a situation or a relationship with anyone that, you don't consider a friend if you're not in a relationship. And, um, I, you know, after, after two failed marriages, uh, I, I found that, you know, just being open and honest about what my desires are and, and, and what my goals are, um, with more than one person helps keep you on track better. So I have, um, I'm listening to you. I'm sorry. I mean, okay. I was going to say that was that just brought up a question for me is how do you have that conversation? So um, I got turned on to a show called Compersion, 
on Love that uh, show. YouTube, add some more money to the kitty because I got to find out what happens the rest of season two. <laughs> I'm like, why did we stop at five episodes in season hey, two? Nelson. Hey, Nelson, <laughs> they did that all wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, couple, that couple did that all wrong. Yeah, because the, the know, acting is good, the script is solid. And I'm yeah, like, that shit is solid. And, 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 the script, and the script proves a point that. Yes. I don't care how many books you read, how many blogs you subscribe to, how much information you take in. A polyamorous relationship or polyamorous relationships are relationships, and relationships take work. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Relationships take work. Any relationship takes work. Uh, especially transition from one to another. So I guess for me, you sound like you started out as a monogamous man, in theory at least. Right. How did you say to your partner, or do, were you at, with the partner at the time when you decided, I want to try something different? Well, that was, uh, yeah. Um, there, there was, there was, with, with both of my wives, and, I, and I'll put this out there like that, I, I had a, a question that I presented to both of them. The question went like this. If one day I was paralyzed in a horrible accident from the neck down and nothing worked, okay, and I had to live the rest of my days that way, and we were still married, if sexually I could not perform, there is no way on this earth that I would want you to not be able to have your sexual needs met, mm-hmm. right? So, in you know, in a in a in a position of that happening, what would be our options? Now, those those were very very Christian uh, marriages, and you know, the common Christian answer would be. I stick with my husband, you know, sickness mm-hmm. and health and all of that. And, you know, I'll just go without. To which I said, no, you won't. And you can't. Chris <laughs> <laughs> is like, the hell with that. Right. I don't want, I don't want to go without. Just because I can't don't mean we can't come to an agreement or find somebody that can fill the void of something that I can no longer do and that we can both enjoy. You know, just put me over in the corner in my wheelchair and I'll watch y'all go at it and watch you have fun and enjoy <laughs> yourself, right? And I'll be it's fulfilled. In, I'll, I'll be fulfilled in my head on my wife still being sexually satisfied. And so that led me into a world of thinking, well, you know, if I feel that way, then there's got to be a way that feels that way. Um, and the word compersion based on that show is a word that, you know, not many people uh, know that much about, but it's a, it's a concept. Uh, it's not a, an original word. It's v- very loosely placed in a dictionary here and there. But that word just basically means the opposite emotion of jealousy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> if you grew up, I grew up playing tennis. And was a pretty good tennis player as a teenager. If I 
went to one of my kids or one of my grandkids when I have those, if I have them. Um, if I go to a tennis match uh, and see them out there playing their heart out, am I going to uh, be jealous that they still have the legs to do it and can play in the heat? Or am I going to love that they're loving what they're doing? And if they decide not to play tennis, then if they play basketball, you know, am I mad because they didn't do what I wanted them to do? And uh, that's somehow or another the control that has been embedded in the most monogamous relationships. Mm. The control of, of, of what you do with your mind and what you do with your body. <clears throat> um, and for the most part, most of us are some way non-monogamous. Most men are, I can pretty much guarantee that. Um, <laughs> do you even think that's natural? You know, there's a monogamy monogamy is a learned behavior. We were taught monogamy. We were taught that you have to be uh, husbands of one wife and uh, wives of one husband and one woman, men and women. Um, but in in the mammal world, mammals, especially humans with high, high, much higher higher forming and evolved brains are not naturally monogamous. Um, men were created to uh, expand the species. Women were created to expand the species, but not too much. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so women are the control of that. <laughs> well, well women, that word is a good word. Like, yeah, like it's a great word. You know, we've talked a lot about on relationships. We've been talking about toxic relationships, how you get involved with somebody and they want to control you as a, as a, you know, where does unconditional love fit into a dynamic of a relationship? Even with children and parents, if kids don't do what you say, you punish them because you're bigger. Um, if, if somebody is an employee and they don't do what you say, you write them up because mm -hmm. they thought of a plan that worked better for them than what you told them in the training. So control is such a, to me anyway, it's my personal opinion. It's, it's sometimes the reason why people get into relationships because I want somebody who listens to me and allows me to control the tempo and dictate everything about the relationship. But if we're two individuals who come together and Poppy and I were talking about this today over um, his celebratory birthday dinner. Like, aren't you, compromise should be a part of the word. And to me, after learning that word, compersion, the opposite of jealousy, I'm like, isn't that like where we should be trying to evolve to? And I, I think we should be. So I'm just very curious, like, what are you looking for out of multiple partners? You know, why do you feel like one person can't meet all of your needs? Because I think that's what some people ask all the time. Okay. And I, the answer to that question is, what's your favorite meal, Nelson? What is your favorite meal? Like, if you could lay it down on the table right now, what would it be? I have more than one. <laughs> <Okay>. Your <laughs> favorite one. Just pick just pick a great one. Okay. You know, we talking chitlins okay. and cornbread and rice. Or we talking <laughs> <laughs> That's up there. Um, not the is that's up there. Okay, let's look. 
Let's just say, let's go fancy. Let's say lobster. And uh, my you know, mama's, my mama's fried okra, greens, deviled eggs, her chicken, um, and yeah, she would put cornbread and some pintos with that. That honestly is one of my absolute. And she, and she has some fried green tomatoes. I'm a Southern girl. And so yeah. that would be my ultimate favorite meal. I used to ask her for that all the time. And some mac and cheese when I would come home from college. So I would want that same meal every single time I came home from school. All right. So what if a man came along and told you that you had to eat that every day for the rest of your life? It wouldn't probably be my favorite. After a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see where Chris is Every day. What we having for breakfast? Fried green tomatoes and fried okra. <laughs> <laughs> and black eyed peas. <laughs> what are we having for lunch? Fried green tomatoes and black eyed peas and fried okra. What are we having for dinner? Oh, let's go out. Let's eat nice tonight. Let's go yeah. out and eat nice tonight. Not different, not nice. It doesn't have to be nice, but different. <laughs> <laughs> and at the restaurant on the menu is fried okra <laughs> and fried know. green tomatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> at, at the height of it all, you know. But what about discipline, Chris? That's what the people keep saying. You ought to have the discipline. Why? To be, that's Why? Discipline Why? More than one woman. Why? I'm just telling you what the people say. I'm I, just, I'm just, I, I, I mean, my, I, I would ask the people, <laughs> why do I have to have that discipline? Uh-huh. You know why? Uh-huh. Because I feel like society, uh, religion, and all this stuff has been programmed into us to believe that. But if you look at human biology, human biology dictates that we want to spread our seeds. Mm-hmm. And like that talking earlier, men, listen, you listen, I'm not going to say any names and I've been married before. Mm-hmm. And even when I was married, I still found myself suppressing those urges of being attracted to other women. And I can, I can assure you that I've talked to other men who are in relationships or who are happily married, who still get drawn and attracted by other women, even though they are happily married. And even if women would, women would say the same thing, if they were honest, they would say there are men that I have found attractive, even though I'm wildly attracted to my husband. I think women would say the same thing. I think you're both right. You know, I got to play devil's advocate on the team, though, today. Um, but I think that's, again, like, while we're having this conversation. I'm having it, audio problem. Excuse me, now, sir. I'm having an audio problem. Okay. There it is. Now, it, it's it's better. Okay. Now. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Um, we're, we're just talking about, you know, what makes what makes it such, for some people, I think, why is it off the table? And I think if people really knew biblically and any other religion, men had multiple wives mm. back in the day. Like monogamy, I've learned uh, through some research, is a relatively new term. Polygamy was the order of the day in ancient societies, and it was for dynastic reasons. You were marrying to be able to keep wealth in the family, mm-hmm. to be able to have a support team uh, where one man had a support system and Sister Wives, if you want to talk about some of those shows, there was a support team and it wasn't about jealousy and having one person be, you know, just me and you. I think that that's more of a European concept that came through, um, you know, making sure that 
whoever the kid was, I knew he was my kid mm. and I'm passing it through my line. So it was a more European concept when you look at historical data. So, you know, when people say it's wrong, well, it wasn't always viewed that way. You know, it was a societal, it was for societal reasons that polygamy worked. And so polyamory is not new. <laughs> Chris, let me ask you something. And I, this is something that I've always been curious about with that lifestyle. Um, so let's say that in your love triangle, you have two or three ladies that you are dating. And it's your birthday, Chris. And one lady has particular plans that she wants to make for your birthday. But then lady number two or number three also have their own ideas of what they want to do with Chris for his birthday. So my point is how you divide your time so that you don't feel that nobody is getting the short end of the stick and everybody is getting your attention how do you balance that? Because that to me seems, I mean, hell, it's even difficult with one woman trying to devise devoting time. How do you do it with two or three uh, women that you might be dating as far as your time? It still work. You, <laughs> Please. you, you, you celebrate a birthday month. Uh, <laughs> next, next question. <laughs> I'm a Leo. My my birthday is on the first day of the Leo sign, and I'm a huge Leo fan, so I celebrate Leo all month. So my my birthday <laughs> month starts about a week before Leo, and it rolls right on through Leo, and it goes and it and it goes. Yeah, I celebrate a birthday month. That's how I work it out. Uh, if that helps anyone, uh, I'll uh, you can I'll bill you for that later. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not going to have too many people push back on that because <laughs> if I celebrate my birthday for a month straight, that sounds yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I my birthday for the celebration. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I had a ball. I had a ball this past year. I know, right? Chris just sold me on it. <laughs> I had a ball. Let <laughs> me tell you what. I had, I had a great 2021 birthday month. It was great. <laughs> July, <laughs> July and August was amazing. <laughs> but well, I'm going to go back. Let me go back to something that Nelson said for a second. Okay. Because you, you brought up you brought up a couple of points when, when you mentioned controls that have worked their way into our lives. Um, two of the biggest controls that we have ever known as humans both begin with R. I call them the two R's, religion and relationships. Religion is a control uh, that taught that if you have a relationship, that you must be married one person rest of your life, and that's it. The end. And that is the end. Until death do you part. That's a control. Um, and relationships even you know from with atheistic people involve control you know how dare you look at that man's muscle chiseled chest <laughs> how, on the beach. how on the beach <laughs> how dare you look at that when i have this round mound of brown over here laying right next to side <laughs> What do you see? What do you see in that? <laughs> what do you see in that? And to which she replies, the same thing you saw 
in that bikini that just walked here about five minutes ago <laughs> that you tried not to look at. So, uh, or were acting like you weren't looking. So, in in that regard, um, to break the control means to communicate more and to be open to communication. Uh, man, she looks nice. Oh, I noticed that too. You know what I'm saying? It's free. It's because you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, cuz he swole, ain't he? <laughs> to which she can say, yes, he is. Uh, and I say, enjoy the look, babe. You know what I'm saying? Because what what is it to look? And even even in the opportunity that you know someone uh, finds um, someone that they uh, you know desire or want to spend time with, whatever the case may be, um, you know that's that's all up to them. I mean, you know. If, if, if that's how they feel they want to see things and enjoy life, then, you know, please do. I don't I don't want to hold anybody back from that, you know. Chris, uh, thank you so much. This was a, a great conversation. Uh, I think that I definitely see a part two coming up the uh, down the road. But this was a very fruitful, rich conversation and we will do it again. I appreciate you, sir. All right. Most yes. definitely. Thank you all for having me join you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for joining us today on the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.